0: Blog Talk Radio
1: which is commonly attributed to Marie Antoinette, is Let Them Eat Lies. Today it seems we're expected to swallow many lies on a variety of subjects, and today we are going to talk about it. So today's show is entitled Let Them Eat Lies. This is the March 13th, 2015 edition of Don't Let It Go Unheard. I'm Amy Peekoff, your host. Along me, uh, along with me here is cartoonist Bosch Faustin. Hello, Bosch.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: And yeah, we are here on time. I am drinking buttered coffee. Thanks to generous donations to the Buttered Coffee Fund by all of you. So thank you very much. I am enjoying my, my cup this morning. I'm I'm actually down to one cup of coffee a day and I'm liking that. I, do, I drink decaf yeah. sometimes as well, but in terms of caffeinated coffee... I have one beautiful cup per day, and I'm savoring it here with all of you, so welcome. I see some people over here in the chat room, some of the usual suspects, uh, and some people maybe I don't see quite as often. I don't know if Dale has been here. I've seen Dale before, but I don't know as as often. Welcome, Daniel. Hello. Freedom Breeze. We have a few guests with various numbers assigned to them. It's like a quality 72521 but guests at Blog Talk, Uh, John uh, K. McInnes and Selfishness, Spaghettification. Hello, everybody. Yay. Welcome. Um, So go to my blog at DontLetItGo.com, and you can see the program notes for today's show. Again, the program notes are links to all the stories and other things that we plan to discuss. I put at the top of the program notes for today's show a link to last week's show, and I should probably do that on a routine basis as a good marketer, but I did it today in particular because in last week's show we talked about the issue honest politicians and unicorns, and the idea is, you know, why is it that politicians are dishonest? Is honesty about everything something that we should worry about in our politicians? What will them being dishonest lead to? What's the value of honesty? And particularly in the second hour, I got deeper into the issue of honesty and how it's connected with all the other virtues, i.e. qualities that we would want in a human being and particularly in our political leaders. So do check that show out if you haven't yet. And today's show, in a way, kind of builds on that in the sense that we are looking at this issue of being told, just, you know, let them eat lies. And I was really, you know, getting that kind of feeling from Hillary this week. And that was what inspired this, although there are many realms in which we are told, you know, just go ahead and shut up and swallow whatever it is that we're telling you is the truth about the matter. And this comes not just from our politicians, but also from media. And we see a little bit of of that this week as well. Um, Anyway, do go check it out. Don't let it go dot com. And let's dive in. Hillary Clinton, according to the New York Times this week, tried to quell the controversy over the private email. And I actually like the New York Times coverage on this. I did watch, Time had a beautifully, like, shortened, edited version of Hillary's press conference, which I guess was just confined to her answers
0: to and the we questions. They also had a cover with her with uh, devil horns.
1: And uh, time did? Yeah. Oh, Time magazine had yeah, that. Which is weird. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think they should have the nose, the long nose yeah. or something, but oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um as you know, Hillary goes in front of everybody and talks about the fact that for example she had her private email server serving as her one and only email address. For all of her State Department work, all the years that she was in the State Department. And the excuse that she gave is that it was primarily for her convenience. And it turns out, she tells us, you know, there were some, she said 60,000 emails. It turns out more like five hundred or so. And she turned over about half of them, not quite half of them, to the State Department. And she deleted a whole bunch of others that she and her staff, in their sole judgment, decided were personal and didn't have anything to do with the you know State Department business. If you can stand it, go to Time Magazine's. Time Magazine has a. Uh, a headline where they say transcript, and they also have a link directly to the video. Actually, at the New York Times link that I gave you, you can play the video of the whole press conference. But I would go to Time, where Time has, you know, transcript of her remarks about the email thing in particular, and they have a mercifully short two-minute some-odd clip of Hillary. And you can see her, in effect, just looking like, hey, yeah, I'm getting one over on people. And she's saying, basically, everybody should be So glad that she's turning over so many of these emails and making them public and how interesting it's going to be for people to read the emails of a high level official at the State Department and see what the daily email exchange is like etc. She was so yeah. self-satisfied. Oh, the little devil!
0: Oh. Yeah, but they said it's with the M. People questioning whether it is. Mm. To me, it's not an accident. If, mm. if you can make a simple silhouette.
1: It does end up looking like devil horns, but yeah. it is just an accident.
0: No. It could
1: be an accident the, the, of the, the font. Go ahead. Go ahead eyes. and uh, tweet that out. Tweet yeah. that out, Bosch. If you if you go over to Bosch's Twitter. You'll be able to see what he's talking they're, about with yeah, the time cover.
0: The, the cover said the Clinton way, they write their own rules. Will it work this time? I mean, mm. they're liars.
1: The other thing that you'll notice if you watch the little press conference is that she slips in a mention of President Clinton. When she's referring to her husband, uh, you know, it was for President Clinton. And she just wants you to get used to you know the sound
0: no doubt about of it.
1: President Clinton again, okay? No doubt um, about it. Oh, no, no, of President
0: Clinton. Of course. President Clinton She is
1: super, super <laughs>
0: sneaky. No wife but, really refers to her, you know you No,
1: know, but this I, I don't know. I don't know if the New York Times really likes her because Does they, the
0: Laura Bush say President Bush about her husband? You know.
1: I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt My it. My husband,
0: George. Um
1: but of course, you know Hillary and, you know, remember last week we talked about the issue that once you start lying, then reality becomes your enemy. Yeah. And she was saying how this server was for Clinton, President Clinton, to use.
0: Personal emails.
1: And even here in the New York Times, they are calling her on it, so... Um, let me let me scroll down here a, a little bit. I mean they, they went back and forth and, and really kind of fact checked well, her you know on. This. Why, right? So for I mean,
0: example you do know why though. I mean
1: New York Times doesn't yeah. like her? But yeah. why?
0: They they prefer someone else.
1: You think that they yes. want what's her name?
0: Yes. Yeah. I do. Warren? Yeah, she's a fire breathing leftist. Hillary Clinton is a little you know, she might be like Clinton, a little pragmatic, a little something. I mean, they're not as hardcore left.
1: Right, right. Um this is the you
0: know, she might squander Obama's gains as far as they see right. Obama's gains. Whereas yeah. uh, Warren will completely double down.
1: Now, let's, listen to this, and this is from the New York Times article. At one point on Tuesday, Mrs. Clinton said the emails she had deleted contained, quote, personal communications from my husband and me, end quote. But on Sunday, a spokesman for Mr. Clinton told reporters that the former president had, quote, Sent two emails in his life. End quote. So if you are a person who has sent two emails in your life, why are you having an entire private email server set up supposedly for you?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and then and then you know she has the audacity to say she, you know how she's deleted thirty two thousand emails. Yeah. The only people who looked at those emails before they were deleted were her and her quote aides, yeah. right? She has the audacity to say, "Oh, you know, I think everyone knows that, you know, we should, it, it'd be good to keep your private emails private, and I oh, trust yeah. everybody will respect that." And P- public I'm public
0: think- figure for the state department. And yeah, and, and
1: it, it's that sort of thing where she thinks she's entitled to private email. And of course, we are not. Yeah. Thanks right. to the NSA bulk metadata right. collection program,
0: which she probably supports. You know, oh, of course, of course. I don't know if she's on record about it. You but know,
1: but oh yeah, everybody values private email. So it's where she gets the private email she gets to decide yeah. what email is private what isn't what gets deleted what doesn't I and mean, for I all of us on moral all of us we have no control you know, or we had very little control and we have less and less control now thanks to the fcc over what things of ours are going to remain private and that's that's where i got the idea of this let them I, first it was let them eat cake i mean this is the modern day version of let them eat cake i, I have my private email server I get to go through and delete 32,000 uh, emails and prevent you from ever seeing them. Ha, 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 And all of us, it's let them eat cake, although we don't have anything like that because the government right. is zoning in, you know. Yeah. I mean, last week I talked we about even, that.
0: We don't have cake now.
1: There's, there's that know. beautiful new company invention called Paper Space where they're going to give you the powerful computer in the cloud. And if you uh, are concerned about actually retaining the ability to access your data and/or privacy, you'll never use this company. Why? Because the FCC has just taken over the entire darn internet.
0: Look, there's something in her email she knows would undermine her ambitions for to be president. She had to whip them out and say that this is personal, it's private stuff with my, we, me, and my husband. Then her husband comes out and undermines her. Can I be heard clearly? Uh, it's a little. I, I think Anyways. you can. Okay. Yeah.
1: John over here in the chat room is actually questioning 32,000 personal emails. Yes, 32,000. In fact, I think it was 32,400 some odd or something. Let me see exactly how that worked. Maybe they didn't actually. Um... The other thing I love, right? This is so like Hillary Clinton. Okay, listen to this. And if you recall, remember when she did HillaryCare? She mm-hmm. wanted to get HillaryCare passed.
0: Uh, so as a, the, the as president's wife. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and the way in which they delivered this monstrous, you know, I mean, today we're used to it where yeah. there's thousands and thousands of pieces of, you know, pages or whatever of a horrible piece of legislation like Obamacare and how is anybody ever supposed to sift through it? I think Hillary was at the forefront of this movement because she was trying to do Hillary care back in who knows when. Was that in the ninety 93, Yeah, yeah. ninety two ninety three And she gives to these senators who are supposed to consider and vote on the legislation a huge stack of paper right. with no page numbers. Yes. No page numbers. She has tried this. I was, I'm was. i about to swear, trick before, okay, so she gives this to them, and, and Phil Graham, bless yeah. his soul, right, I, and I remember this to this day, I was like, Phil Graham, you almost want him to be president as, you know, yeah. people would always make fun of his looks and everything yeah. else, but he goes on the floor of the Senate, and he says, look, you know, she gave us this huge piece of legislation, and you know it's a big just stack of paper no page numbers and he's supposed to talk about it and what he wanted to get up there and prove was that the despite her protestations to the contrary this hillary care contained a whole bunch of new taxes okay so then he says look the entire stack of paper weighs you know x pounds and mm-hmm. however many ounces and he says there's no page numbers but if you go down a certain number of pounds and whatever ounces, you get to the first tax. And then go a few more ounces down, and you go to the next tax. And he flipped through the legislation by weight. Okay. Now, similarly, you know, Hillary, she's bragging. She's saying, look, I've turned over Mm -hmm. 30,490 emails to the State Department. So why should
0: you have a press conference if nothing's wrong? If, If it's all good, why have a press conference about it?
1: Oh, well, I mean, it's it's a Hawaii. opportunity to to, to lie, go out there and look presidential, you know, yeah. and and she's calling attention to her grand speech at the UN where she talks about all of her work in favor of human right or women's um, rights, no. women's rights. Um,
0: in the Muslim world.
1: Oh yeah, good luck. Um. Anyway, so this she she's turned over these emails, but get a load of this. I will tell you the form, in which. She has turned over these emails. Again, if you go to that New York Times story that I linked to at my blog, she said, I'm quoting from it, she said she had taken an unprecedented action in providing the State Department roughly 55,000 printed pages of emails. Printed pages. So this idea of doing keyword searches, you know, okay, they can do it. But I guess they'd have right. to do the scan and make sure that they could scan it into a form where they can convert it to, you know, actual searchable text, right. as opposed to just the image of the printed email. She gave them 55,000 printed pages. This is the kind of thing that you do when you're telling somebody, "F you, Absolutely. have a nice day."
0: No she doubt.
1: thinks she is above. All of us. If you think you want Hillary Clinton for president, just get used to. I mean, could could you do a cartoon of her as Marie Antoinette for me? Oh, sure. I mean, that would just be beautiful. But let them eat lies. It is is let them eat lies. She can have her privacy. We can't have ours. I mean, I I think, you know. There's there's gotta be somebody who's already done that with a with an op-ed or something, but that that's really the. When
0: mentions, me. uh, she said I can't stand her voice. I mean, she has the most most inauthentic delivery voice. It's all. I mean, she's so subconscious about it. It's really it's just a bad performance in terms okay. of any, anything else. It's just a terrible performance the whole day.
1: Right, right. Now kudos to this. You know, this piece at the New York Times because you know she talks about how the whole thing is, you know, convenience. I thought it would be easier to carry just one device for my work and my personal emails instead of two. Now, of course, all of us know that you can have many email accounts on one personal device. But moreover, the New York Times has uh, also pointed out the fact that this whole thing about the convenience doesn't really wash at all. Uh, they say Miss and it, it, they don't they don't do it right after they quote her. It's a little bit further down the piece, but still this piece thoroughly criticizes her. Uh, quote from the New York Times: Mrs. Clinton's explanation that it was more convenient to carry only one device seemed at odds with her remark last month at a technology conference in Silicon Valley that she uses multiple devices, <laughs> including two kinds of iPads, an iPhone, and a BlackBerry. She said then. I don't throw anything away. I'm like two steps short of a hoarder, end quote. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. So she yeah. does use multiple devices, but oh well, no. She keeps you
0: know, lying. She keeps tripping over her lies. Yeah. doesn't remember what she said.
1: So two lies that they caught her in right here. And you know also they talk about the fact, and, and I think we did discuss this last week, Clinton, when she was, I think we even played a clip, we might have tortured you with a clip last week, when she was a senator from New York and a candidate for the Democratic presidential nomination, she accused the George W. Bush administration of using, quote, secret White House email accounts along with secret wiretaps and military tribunals. You know our Constitution is being shredded, she said at the time. So New York Times calls her out on all of this, and it seems that they're not very, very impressed with Clinton. Now, there was another article. There was was a ton of articles I was sifting through this morning. There was one in which the Times headline was something like, you know, Democrats seem to think Hillary Clinton is the inevitable candidate. Maybe they are trying to do their bit to make sure that she is knocked out. I would think no rational person would want this woman as, their president, but
0: someone I could be wrong. Here, you know, someone says here, uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't get the name. Uh, how many people do,
1: do Oh, okay, McInnes, vote? yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, how many people do you think uh, will vote for Hillary just because she's a woman? <gasps> At that point, that's yeah. what she's running on. I'm a woman. Yeah. I'm a physically a woman. And uh, don't judge me. Like you, you let Obama get away with murder, let me get away with murder too. I have different genitalia than all presidents in history. Therefore, just don't bother me with this email crap. Right. I want to be president. No. Nah. And when I become president, then I can get away with more murder because then it'll be I'll, I'll be in. So this is bad stuff. I mean, this is a really horrific. The identity politics has gotten to the point of entering the the White House. Right. You know, skin color, genitalia. What's next after that? I guess the Hispanic will be next. And then well, uh, a Muslim.
1: You know, and again, all the all the criticism of Obama is based on race. And yeah. there's
0: all of that, and now too. And all the criticism is based on...
1: Right, right. You know. um, <laughs> here's Hillary. And, you know, again, you know, she's done such a great favor to us by releasing and putting in the public domain 30,400 and whatever emails. In t- and again, in the form of 55,000 printed pages.
0: Turning this scandal to something positive that she's done for us
1: yes she says once the American public begins to see the emails they will have an unprecedented insight into a high government official's daily communication so notice she slips in there High government official. She has been a high government official. Oh, President Clinton. Doesn't that have a nice ring to uh-huh. it again? Oh, wouldn't you like to hear President Clinton again?
0: Believe it or not, she looked, she looked her best. Also, and that's that's also a problem for her. I was went,
1: I was no, looking she went at her out there
0: to look at her absolute best. Right. It's also a problem for her. I, I gotta say, because she can't.
1: Uh, I was uh, looking. I was thinking. Okay, how much work has that woman had done? I'm
0: saying I don't know about that, but what I'm saying is, this yeah. is her looking her best. You know, she's in tip-top shape, I and mean, that's a problem. Like her husband, you know, when he was out there. Yeah, yeah. Jogging always on camera and going so, behind the camera.
1: I mean, I mean, what do, you, what do you guys think? I mean, after all, you know, she says, look, she fully complied with every rule. She's going above and beyond what is required of her and asking the State Department to make public much of her email correspondence. Um you know, I mean, after all, the rules didn't technically require, although people are strongly encouraged to make sure that they follow the proper procedures. I mean, what the hell?
0: Yeah, Her whole thing is don't bother me, don't bother me, don't bother me. I'm a woman.
1: Uh, selfishness says that I read just another, read an op-ed on CNBC supporting Hillary. Yeah, of course, of course. Of of course. course. But, you know, he, here's the thing, here's the thing. Suppose that it's true that, she has, you know, you know how they do. They they follow the letter of the law, but she's certainly not following the spirit of the law. If she followed the letter of the law, right? And
0: You're not supposed to that private emails,
1: you know, the 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 way of having these private emails, and you know, she was saying, oh well, everything that I sent for uh, State Department business, it was being sent to their .dot gov email addresses, so it was preserved with them, and you know, she was trying to make excuses for this, but. Think about this. You know, She says she's a high-level government official. Now, if she is a high-level government official, she should be setting a good example. Yeah. So even if the rules didn't technically require her to use a government email address, she should have done it because the goal was to get more people to do that, even if they hadn't why why did these rules exist? Well,
0: it, sorry. She planned to have uh basically communications that were off that, that were really bad. She planned to have that. That's why she had the private I mean that's right. why she had the private email. She intentionally said, Well, no I don't want anyone to see the emails, the communications that I'm getting involved with. Multiple Brotherhood, Huma Dean, her right hand woman. Right. Uh she didn't want she knew she was gonna be off no good. In other words, she planned on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was predetermined that she knew she would she would commit some bad communications with some bad people.
1: Right. Now I am sighing because Doug here in the chat room at Blog Talk Radio has said, Has anyone yet remarked about the cowardice of John B. in holding back on a subpoena for that server?
0: Well I mean you know what? We expect nothing from John yeah. from Boehner. I mean we do expect nothing from him now. And that's where I am right now. There's no, there's no more railing against these guys. These guys are scum. They're no good. They're cowards. They have no intention of doing their job. Yeah. They could and should have, but you'd have to force him. You'd have to threaten his job for him to even consider it. You on
1: his own, you know, uh, and Doug asks here. He says is Amy suggesting that there are not rules or laws for high-ranking officials? No, I'm certainly not suggesting that, but here, li- Listen to this right and this is another story from the New York Times again Go to my blog at don't let it to get the links to these stories that I'm bringing up here Here's the headline and this is just published today New York Times vague email rules let federal agencies decide when to hit save or delete And basically, the whole implication of this is
0: that (laughs) technically, and why and why were they vague for things just like this? Right. They were created by people like Hillary. Right.
1: And and so it says, you know, although although the White House has strict requirements dating back two decades that every email must be saved, there is no such requirement for federal agencies. Instead, they are in charge of setting their own policies for determining which emails. Constitute government records worthy of preservation, and which ones may be discarded. It says it really is chaos across the government in terms of what agencies do, what individuals do, and people understand that they can decide what they save and what they don't. Um, if you leave it up to the agency, and this is a Patrice McDermott and she's of OpenTheGovernment.org. She says, if you leave it up to the agency, some are going to behave properly and take it seriously, and some are going to see it as a carte blanche to whitewash the record. Um, And the guy over at the National Archives and Records Administration, Gary Stern, says that what they're supposed to do is preserve anything that relates to official business. It doesn't matter on what medium or on what form it occurs. And he says there's a challenge with email because everyone gets a couple hundred a day and nobody has the time to go through and say, is this a record or is this not? Now, the other thing that I heard, and I didn't see it in any of these New York Times articles, and you can tell me if it's true, that when Hillary Clinton and her aides were going through, you know, they they want you or the State Department to sift through 55,000 pages, right? And, and that, actually look
0: through yeah, those pages. Right. they already you know took out some clearly bad stuff and said, right. well, let's leave stuff that might be open to question, but it won't be obvious.
1: But when they decided what to delete and what to save, they said all they did was keyword searches and stuff when they were deleting those thirty-two thousand emails. So they're making
0: a very difficult for these people. And oh yeah, I mean that's the whole point here. She wants to get away with murder, and right. that's her thing, and that's the that's the Clinton's way. Yeah. What Time says the Clinton's way. That's that's a euphemism. They're lying rats. They've always been. And I think they're competing to see who's the biggest liar, but of course there's no competition because look look at the guy in the White House.
1: (laughs) He wins all of it. Uh, Obama apparently signed legislation late last year, so this is just right in December or so, I guess, requiring government officials who use personal email addresses for official business to bring those records into the government within 20 days. Before that, the National Archives and Records Administration simply required those messages at some point to be provided to the government. So the wiggle room is that the policies didn't come into play until after she was gone. But again, she is supposed to be a leader. She is, you know, probably next month we're going to find out, running to be, you know, the leader of the free world.
0: Well, Deleter,
1: as the New York Post says, Deleter of the free world. I have, I have a link to that, by the <laughs> way, as well, at the, at the blog. You can go check that out. Love the New York Post. I mean, you Absolutely. know, I, I go there and looking for news, and they don't always have very much news, but sometimes
0: Those they colors, really
1: the hit the, the nail on the head with some of these things.
0: My are great. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, Hillary Clinton went through an Iran phase. Now, the phase that she went through, she probably saw Tiger and said, hmm, <laughs> He's on to something, right? Is that, is that what it was?
1: <laughs> John says, I wonder how much of the 55,000 pages came out of her spam folder. I mean, it is insane. That's all it 55,000 printed pages.
0: This is her, you're right. What this is her a way of saying horrible you. human being. Yeah. F you. Don't bother me with this crap. I'm, I'm going to be president. Okay? Mm. You think it's bad now? Wait till I become president. Then, then I'll start making you guys pay.
1: Oh my gosh, it's really bad. So basically, um, agencies have to devise a system for retaining and preserving email records electronically by the end of 2016. How convenient is that? You know,
0: after uh... <laughs> after, after
1: Obama's gone. So the idea is that you know Hillary Obama, everybody, they can kind of skate through and you know kind of slip by and not caught by this supposedly but whoever comes after that person is going to have the burden of actual transparency where you know Obama he promised transparency but it's it's never happened the vague federal guidelines writes the New York Times on email have caused agencies cabinet members and other senior officials to forge their own policies and practices sometimes getting them into trouble Um, so one woman Miss Jackson where is she again she's from the EPA, I guess, um, used Richard Windsor as her email name. Her dog's name was Ricky, and her husband and sons lived in East Windsor, New Jersey. So she was Obama's first EPA administrator and went ahead and just used a different name.
0: In order to deceive, in order to keep their communications private. Yeah, and
1: supposedly the Republicans charged her with that, but of course nothing ever
0: came of it. Nothing happened to her, nothing happened to Lerner. Uh, no, nothing's going to happen to Holder, who also was up to this.
1: Robert Gates, Defense Secretary to Obama, as well as President George W. Bush, never had a government email account. I mean, I had a government email account when I taught at the Air Force Academy, and I used it for my official business there. Naturally. And, you know, and, and That's if, what you do. If I, if I work at a school, I use my school-provided email Everyone knows as that. much as humanly possible.
0: And if you didn't, there'd be a problem. And with her, she's running president. There's no problem. Move along. Yeah. She has uh, you know, genitalia. You know what I mean, different. You know what I mean, so move along.
1: The Defense Department. <laughs> she's a woman. Since 2012, the Defense Department has forbidden the routine use of personal email to conduct official business. But oh, Hillary.
0: No, but you know what? We 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 have to keep being reminded that she's a woman. By the way, you know, people keep she's a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nobody. They have to remind us because she doesn't show enough. You know what I mean? Of being a woman. No, they keep reminding it. she is a woman. Oh, okay, thanks. She wears pants. You know who wears the pants in the family? She wears the pants. Um, but remember, she's not feminine enough. But don't forget,
1: she's getting it in there. President Clinton.
0: That's that's a great catch. I, she's I did a catch a high-level official. She could refer to her husband. Who she, You're. Yes, the, she's thanks, with, no. thanks
1: to my goodness, in turning over fifty-five thousand printed pages of email. Good luck sifting through them. No, that's You're true. going to get an unprecedented look at all. So so how many of our tax dollars are going to be spent for the people who have to go through the 55000 And there's not going to be anything of interest in there at all, probably. No all the stuff that's interesting, oh, no she deleted. Anything oh. relating to Benghazi,
0: oh, hoo, absolutely good luck. nothing to be right? found. No doubt about it. Look, she's up to no good, and uh, she wants to get away with it. And a lot of us will let her get away with it. You know, the New York Times, again... They're, like, on the fence with her, like, and will, she, will she, you know, make sure Obamaism continues? I doubt it. Elizabeth Warren Warner would. And those who are worried about Elizabeth Warren, she's un, unknown to some extent, look at Obama. He came out of nowhere and beat Hillary Clinton. So that can happen, as far as they're concerned.
1: Over here in the Blog Talk Radio chat room, they are having a contest for uh, coming up with great, pseudo identities for Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton. Uh John says Kalada Danger. <laughs> like lotta danger
0: danger? I guess. Okay. Something else. I mean it clearly means something else. Sorry, I don't get it.
1: I was thinking like a lot of danger like yeah, but Benghazi?
0: Kalada danger. Maybe it means something else. Maybe you let us know, John. It's funny. <laughs> uh it's just it's so it's so sad that we are at this position where the um the most popular figure for the 2016 election for Democrats is Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's why the but, right you know, like the case.
1: Like I said, the the New York Times doesn't seem to be no. very happy with it. And then they, you know, like I said, they have this article like, about how these vague email
0: rules are letting them is do like, this, and that's not They good. don't care about her lying. They lie. You know, that's New York Times. They're, they're run by liars, but they're like – it's not a good look,
1: but every you know every mean? now and then they're publishing the truth, okay like remember then. last week no
0: doubt. they had that, that awful awesome story about the, story about the, about the schools, yes. yes,
1: about education every so mm-hmm.
0: often you know why? Because that's their bread and butter. they know if they don't do those things, they collapse completely. I mean, they've already collapsed half of their readership. They're like, we need to put something of value every so often to remind people we right. are the paper record, right. otherwise we're going down completely, okay, so uh. Oh, Carlos Danger. That's a little, okay.
1: Carlos Danger for Wiener. Oh, that's yes. Oh, right.
0: uh, Carlos Danger. And he's
1: another one. Oh, my God. He, he, tried to get he really failed.
0: I mean, he really <laughs> popped out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trying to have privacy to do weird things. Didn't <laughs> no, work. Did no. not work. If you want to call in and talk about this issue,
0: he went let, literally let door let the to door.
1: Go, go ahead. Carlos
0: Danger went literally door to door. Oh, if you remember, no. and he was frustrated on camera about it. You know, it's like, yeah, but you're the one who's choosing to do it to try to get votes for the oh, that's right. Yeah, for the mayor, um, go ahead and call us
1: seven six zero eight 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 five eight one seven again. That's seven six zero eight 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 five eight one seven. And go over to the blog at don't let it to keep up with us as we move on here. So I did talk about vague email rules, yeah, and those those rules are there. And so Clinton can technically say. That she followed the rules, but, you know, good luck getting out of the lies that she told about the issue of convenience, Uh, get out of the hypocrisy when she was calling George W. Bush to task for having these private email accounts at the White House, Um, and, uh, you know, contradicting herself with respect to carrying multiple devices. She's lying. She is claiming privacy for herself. While, as far as I know, signing on to all the policies that deny privacy to all of us,
0: uh-huh.
1: it is the year of, of let them eat and lies. she worked
0: with Barack Obama for four years. She worked with this guy. I mean, I think Republicans have to remind everyone about that. She worked for Barack Obama for four years as his chief uh, alleged you know, statesman alleged. Alleged. Because she was completely on the side of our enemies.
1: Kudos again to the New York Post for mocking Hillary as the deleter of the
0: free world. That's hilarious.
1: Find the link again over at the blog.
0: Now, Wikipedia... To be be mocked. It's so important to mock her. It really is. I mean, she's a joke.
1: Yep. Now, just one story over here. Uh, Wikipedia is suing the NSA over mass surveillance. So they are joining the legal battle... In the courts against this and I do you know those who listen to my show know that I think that with the courts is maybe the only way that we're going to be able to get lasting right. policy change in this area I think that we need to overturn a long-standing you know decades long-standing doctrine in this field called the third party doctrine I'm not going to go into it more right now but you can go check out more of the stuff at my blog on privacy about that, and hopefully Wikipedia joining the chorus
0: and challenging The also interested in, uh, in, in getting to the bottom of this. The AP
1: the mass surveillance issue as yeah.
0: well. Which which was. Oh, that? are
1: you are you talking about uh, AP is trying to get Hillary Clinton yeah. stuff?
0: Yeah. yeah no, exactly.
1: no. I'm talking about suing the NSA. Oh,
0: okay. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: suing the S- NSA this. over the bulk metadata. So the Wikimedia Wikimedia Foundation. yeah Yeah, no, but it's the Wikimedia Foundation, which is owner of Wikipedia, right. and eight other groups filed a lawsuit this week against the NSA and the Department of Justice challenging the mass surveillance program. And they say, quote, our aim in filing the suit is to end this program in order to protect the rights of our users around the world. ACLU is representing the groups and posted the full complaint online, which I'm going to have to take a look at. It focuses on the NSA's upstream surveillance program, which was revealed by Snowden, which the intelligence agency uses to tap directly into Internet infrastructure to find the communications of foreigners who may pose a threat to national security or Americans who may communicate with them. The spokeswoman of the Justice Department said the DOJ is, quote, reviewing the complaint, and the NSA did not respond yet for a request for comment. Um, I've got my... Citizen Four on pre-order, but I still haven't gotten a notification that it's there yet. I'm looking forward to watching that and uh, appreciating more of the Snowden, you know, leaks. What Snowden has done for us in leaking and leaking this stuff. Go just, ahead.
0: Just one thing about Hillary Clinton. Here's a mm-hmm. quote: uh, "Bench purr." I just I just uh, Googled lies, and of course she comes up. I think in the third uh, link <laughs> uh, with the, you know the last weeks.
1: So you just put lies, lies in Google. and
0: then the last week, and just okay. see what happens, and Hillary Clinton comes up in, in the third search, and sure. uh, she goes, I think I'm probably the most transparent person in public life. <laughs> I feel you know a lot more about me than you know about anyone else. Much of it untrue, but nevertheless, it's all out there, and she goes on oh, no, and no, on, no. and it's like seven, uh, the article is, Hillary Clinton lies, a lot. It's, uh, it's actually a video by Ben Shapiro. i gotta, I got to check it out later, but Wow.
1: No and and again you do not throw huge stacks of paper at people unless you're trying to hide something in that stack of paper. No.
0: You're she trying know to good. cover she up something. She know good. Yeah. And um I don't know they're just the the Clintons <sighs> the biggest liars in politics until Barack Obama.
1: Well, we'll see. I mean, I know some people are convinced that she's awesome. Barbara Boxer for example.
0: Who's not awesome.
1: <laughs> this week in commenting on the scrutiny into Hillary Clinton's use of private email, she says, quote, let's face it, Republicans are going after Hillary because she's exciting the public, end quote. So Hillary is exciting the public. So, you know, if you if you just say,
0: if you say that Hillary she's Clinton exciting the, the public, right? I guess she is. Yeah, and Hillary Hil- like- –
1: you know, Hillary gets up there and she says,
0: President Clinton, yeah, just that not exciting. to refer
1: to himself, but, you know. You know what, Jeb Bush might
0: use that same line. President Bush, President Bush, he might use the same line. He might. Right. No, but she's exciting the the uh, America the way Jeb Bush is. They're not exciting America at all. And when she says the, Re- the Republicans, New York Times is uh, criticizing her. All papers are criticizing her. Right. What's what she's talking about.
1: Um, Barbara Boxer, I cannot even believe this. So yeah. um, now, Mark Stein's theory. Um, he, there's, I guess, he's got a whole theory of why Hillary didn't try to hide this. Is there, how is there hands, audio? Oh, I don't know if okay. there's audio from Stein himself. It looks like it's written up. Okay. Um, he says, if Hillary can get away with something so obviously and uniquely and intentionally wrong and that compromises national security to boot, and that's an angle that we haven't even right. gotten too far into, and for which she offers nothing but the most laughable explanations, then she will have set the rules for the next 18 months. Oh, yeah, I remember reading this quote from him before. If she can make the court eunuchs of the media, that's what we call them, the court eunuchs nice. of the media, right? <laughs> um, the Democrats' own base complicit in this absurd and unconvincing lie, they're hardly in a position to complain about all the others in the months ahead yep
0: yep I mean exactly this is just one of things that will be unearthed by mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton she's a, I mean she's a hardcore liar well
1: and, and here's the thing you know let's go back to John Boehner right tech experts are saying that even though she deleted these right. emails from her server they
0: could still they
1: could recover exactly. them unless the server itself is actually destroyed yep. and this is I mean she said, you know, the server's gonna remain private or whatever. Um I mean John Boehner, I don't know that he is necessarily being a cow I mean a coward in the sense that I mean I don't care what threats he's under right now, I assume the NSA's got something on him. They have him in okay. their pocket.
0: Because I mean they he, have Boehner Boehner in their is pocket. for Jeb Bush who weirdly is for Hillary Clinton. He gave an award to Hillary Clinton at this event last year and called her formidable and called her great. Jeb Bush, why? Has she ever said that about him, about the Bush family, anything? Never. So there's that, also that little you know, twisted orgy of a, of a politics right. and, and politicians where they're like, well, we can't go after her. You know, let's, let, let's pick and choose our spots. She will go cutthroat with them. If she gets away with this and other things, she will go for the juggler.
1: Right. And they won't.
0: And that's why you need a fighter. You need a Ted Cruz. You need a walker who seems to be waffling, but he still fights, I believe. You need a guy who will kick her ass.
1: Yeah, def- definitely more of a fighter. You know, I have got to share this out there because another angle on this wonderful story um, just occurred to me, which is this 55,000 pages of printed emails. Who in the Democrat Party would feel comfortable killing all those trees? Um, There's that, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's them? name? Uh, I don't know. I'm just Gory, you mean there.
1: Or... Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, you know, supposedly she, I assume, is on the global yeah. warming bandwagon. No, no wagon doubt. No
0: doubt <laughs> You know, preserved trees. Has it and... brought up that, the angle?
1: Not, not that I know <laughs> of. Not that I know of. Um, I mean, that's
0: a whole tree worth, you know.
1: Uh, yeah So I'm going to put this out there um, So yeah So Hil- Hillary Clinton uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, Handed over but, but
0: were you thinking Someone in particular Like uh, Al Gore Mr. Global Warming uh, uh, yeah.
1: Printed uh, pages of it emails Who was very
0: intimate With uh, uh, Clinton
1: Not only deceptive <laughs> But kills a lot of trees Doug
0: in the chat room says Daniel mentioned that
1: Oh okay. really? Okay yeah. Hypocrisy. I, guess, I guess in the yeah. chat
0: room That's pretty funny
1: yeah. Oh, that's that's insane. Uh, okay. That's really
0: loud. Well.
1: Is it is yeah. it loud? I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay.
0: Are you I mean, running that somewhere?
1: Or? Oh yeah, it's 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 out there to the world okay. right now. Cool. I mean, this this is ridiculous. But the, to me, obviously, the biggest important thing she's a, she's a hypocrite, and we've shown her to be a hypocrite a number of times. But the biggest thing is is how deceptive it is to You know, we're supposed to trust her and her aides to have made a competent decision. We've heard through some quarters that the decision about what emails to delete and what emails to save were based on keyword searches, right? Keyword searches. So just delete a whole bunch at once without actually physically scrutinizing, right? Get
0: them all out. Right. That's the big one, because they were in bed with them uh, deeply with Huma Abedin. Who, who again works for Hillary Clinton? That's her right hand woman.
1: And used private email as well? Private
0: email as well. Mm-hmm. And her family was literally linked with the Muslim Brotherhood, who was an enemy of the United States of America. So that's just one of the things. And then, and then Benghazi, and who knows what else? I mean, who knows what else? Up to no good. She knows she's up to no good. That's why she has to do this. You know, She has to do it before the fact. I mean, because she, she, again, she had the private emails because she knew she'd be up to no good. Right. It's like, I'm going to be up to no good. Therefore, I have to have this private email and you know, delete them, whatever. And then you got the uh, pot shots from the, from, the, from the Obama administration right. at her. I mean, did you hear something where she's a bad campaigner and they're, they're, they're sending word out from the White House? you Because know, they, they don't want her again. She, they know she won't maintain what Obama's done. Again, they won't. She won't. She'll do a little Clinton, a little back and forth with the Republicans. She'll be a little more pragmatic as far as it can It They will
1: just be super, super corrupt. And remember, you know, she had said how they were, what was it, destitute or something when they first oh, left
0: man. and she was destitute making a whole pile
1: of money on our scale.
0: For a book for a pack of lie books. Yeah. You got you know, they allegedly wrote books, they're a pack of lies, I mean that's what they are.
1: Anyway, I urge people, please do share the truth out there. Go ahead and share that New York Times article about Hillary because I mean your liberal friends, they read the New York Times. And maybe they'll get an idea that they don't want this woman to be president. And as I said last week, I talked about, you know, in case, I don't think this audience really needs, you know, a lecture on it, but the importance of honesty for anybody that you want to deal with or trust anything significant with, much less the protection of your rights. I've
0: had a horrific uh, thoughts in the choice hmm. if it comes down to uh, Elizabeth Warren or Hillary Clinton. I mean, if it comes down to it. It's Hillary Clinton. If there's a choice in order between those two,
1: well, I mean, and the, and that's probably what the New York Times is getting at. You yeah. know, that that's people. But what people I'm saying, people, is people,
0: people, people, rational Americans don't want. Elizabeth, if they if they have a choice between Hillary Clinton and Elizabeth Warren, it's Hillary, it's, Hillary, it's Hillary Clinton. I mean, however bad she is, Elizabeth Warren is a true believer. Hillary Clinton again plays this game a little. She'll go a little. She'll pretend she's on the right. Elizabeth Warren would never do that. Right. Not even a pretense. And she's a little off-looking also. You see her eyes? I mean, she looks off. She looks a little crazy. Uh, Clinton is calculated. She's evil. She's a lying rat, but at the same time, she probably won't do as much damage as Obama or Elizabeth Warren would. That's that's a scary thought.
1: It would would be another uh, Marie Antoinette type. No doubt. And also, I mean,
0: Bill Clinton also. I mean, he, however willing he was to work with the Republicans at times, he allowed Al Qaeda to grow and 9 11 happen <clears throat> because of his inaction. Right. So she will do damage, but not as much, I think, as the other guy It's a terrible thought to even have, like between those two. But yeah, she's far more capable of heavy duty damage, Warren, than Clinton is, I think.
1: Yeah. Now to shift to another topic in which we are told, just go ahead and eat some lies. How about Ferguson?
0: Yeah. Ferguson. Yeah.
1: First of all, the hands up, don't sh- you know? Hand- the meme
0: it the- went all over media, all over entertainment. And we, and we
1: and we talked about that last week. Yeah. And then Justice Department released its story this week that even though in the case itself that police officer is cleared, didn't do anything wrong. The hands up, you know, don't shoot. Actually, didn't happen. Nonetheless, they are accusing the Ferguson Police Department of widespread racism. And then Obama, you know, again, in true kind of let them eat lies fashion, goes on to Jimmy Kimmel yeah. live to discuss Ferguson yeah. with him. With a joke,
0: yeah. a comedian.
1: Oh yeah, you know, and oh well, they, we have a little bit of a serious element, and then we get everybody to laugh with you and yeah. like you, and you're able to get your message across without any real Q and A at all, right. not even from the you know journalists who are allowed to go to the press conferences the idiot, that Obama the has. The idiot right?
0: uh, Kimmel thinks he, he has a coup here. He has a prisoner of America. He's a piece of crap. He's using you, Kimmel, to push his crap, yeah. and you're there.
1: Obama supposedly cited a recent Justice Department report on Ferguson, we'll take a look at that in a second, which he said found a, quote, whole structure that indicated, quote, both racism and just a disregard for for what law enforcement is supposed to do. But he repeated his belief that what happened in the Missouri city was, quote, not unique. But it's also not the norm. So yeah. he's, you know, he admits yeah. it's, it's not the norm, that Coming not everybody's race. racist. But he's basically saying there's enough racism there so that you should fund Eric Holder's foundation for yeah. race and justice race or whatever justice. it's supposed to be. Look, they, oh, You know, it's a problem. It's still a big problem.
0: They're going to keep it alive. They're going to keep this alive, this myth that we are a racist country. And again, institutionalized racism has been wiped out and Barack Obama and Eric Holder want to bring it back. Black racism, okay and good. White racism, evil. This is their thinking.
1: Then he goes on there and they joke about mean email, uh, mean tweets that people send to Barack Obama, jokes or whatever. So he tries to show that you know he's a, a good guy and mm. everything else. Um, they joke about Area 51, and then of course he can't resist getting in a plug. For a new bill that we're all supposed to swallow, the student aid bill of rights. What is this supposed? You know, again, rights. So he's talking about you know some rights for students. Now, what is the right going to be? The right to have your student loans forgiven is what it sounds like, because the New York Times euphemistic description of it is that it will help students pay back their college loans.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: which means. Basically, steal more money out of all of our pockets to pay back these college loans, basically to further indoctrinate everybody, so they'll continue to vote right. for the next Hillary Clinton or even Elizabeth Warren, right? That's what I want to do. I want to be taxed more to pay for students to be indoctrinated to tax me more. Yes, can we do it?
0: That's the goal yeah. okay that's awesome I can't wait.
1: student aid bill of rights it's their
0: right um. I'm sorry, the second to last.
1: Elizabeth Warren is a little off, says Kay McInnes. Is that a racist statement against Native Americans? See, see, she
0: has a twofer (laughs) here. Hillary Clinton just has her femininity, alleged. Yes. But she has. Right? Indian. She does. And she's a female.
1: She does. Now, let's, let's look at this Justice Department report on the Ferguson. Now, I'm not looking at the report itself, I'm looking at the New York Times reporting on the report. But right at the very top of the page, this was published on March 4th, they talk about, um, you know, the evidence of racism. Ferguson police and officials discriminated against blacks, it says. Uh, Bias was routine, affecting nearly every aspect of the operations. For blacks, the report concluded distrust and fear of the police was well-founded. And what does the New York Times put at the very top to substantiate this? They put statistics. So, the percentage of the population that is black is 67%, but the number of vehicle stops is 85% black. Racism! Oh, my. The number of arrests is 93%. Racism! Unbelievable. Use of force, 88% black. Racism!
0: No, this is the... Causes with
1: warrants, 92% black. Racism! Jail more than two days, 95% black. Racism! This is the old trick tried over and over and over again, that the mere fact that there's a higher percentage in the population that, that you know, than the population at large who has had some sort of police altercation or, you know, jail time or something else, that therefore that means racism.
0: Yeah.
1: The mere fact, the statistics are higher, must mean racism. Um you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to start saying, well, and I mean, I, imagine the so called Justice Department doing this, saying, we don't care if it really just happens to be the case that blacks commit more crimes.
0: That is what they're saying.
1: We don't care about that. Yeah. What we're going to do now is we're going to review all police departments across the whole country. And if the number of vehicle stops, arrests, use of force, case with warrants, jail more than two days, If the percentage black of those actions exceeds significantly the percentage of black people in the population, then you're in trouble. So then what do you do if you're a police officer? You say, okay, well, we have all of these black people. So are we going to start grabbing some white people or people of other races off the street and, you know, pretending that there's something going on with them just to make sure that we actually get criminals or are we just going to give up and getting all the criminals off the street and say, okay, well, you know, we're told we can't do anything more and that's it. And then, so, okay. So all they have, they have the statistics and then they have some examples, right? And there is one example of racism or apparent racism by one officer Um, in 2012 there was a case of an officer who patted down a black man whose car appeared to violate a city code on window tinting. The man was ultimately arrested on eight offenses, including, quote, making a false declaration by giving his nickname instead of the name on his license. says, so over the course of the arrest, the officer accused him of being a pedophile, asked to search his car without cause, and reportedly held a gun to his head. Now this, you know, by the description, sounds like it may have been excessive. But suppose you found... Like an example of this. And then you also have these statistics, and you say, okay, racism is a significant problem here.
0: In a particular individual, an incident, something happens, therefore that proves anything? No. There are individual racists out there. There are. But to try to pretend that that police department is racist, that that city is racist, that America is racist, because that's the whole point here. Keep racism alive. You know, uh, just Jackson, keep up alive, keep up alive, no, keep racism alive. They gotta they gotta cash in. They need to continue the myth that America is racist. This way they can get control. This is the way they they can get power. This is the way Holder can get his uh, Institute for Race and Justice up and, and about and he can make who knows how much money.
1: And then then the New York Times, right on the same page, has statistics about police and court officials focusing on making money rather than ensuring public safety and we have seen a number of those types of things exposed recently by Institute for Justice which has you know really fought and succeeded a lot fighting civil forfeiture and in fact Eric Holder has done one decent thing um scaling back civil forfeiture in, in some contexts but the fact that they decent, that, that, the, the, that they're, they're focusing on making money rather than insuring, that doesn't have anything to do with racism itself you know so The fact that you can show some isolated cases of racism, there are some out there, and then you're showing me a bunch of stats. This does not mean that there is systematic racism. Even in this Ferguson Police Department, there are maybe a couple of bad apples, and there are some statistics. I'm not convinced, but we're supposed to swallow this. And we're supposed to, you know, when Barack Obama goes on Jimmy Kimmel and he laughs and everything, and you know, um, you know, again, this idea of presidents going on these TV shows and chumming it up, and it it is a very, I think, demeaning to the the office. Of but you know, we're all supposed to just swallow the idea that there is significant enough of a problem about race so that every time. You know, maybe a black person is arrested or something else. You should have that little question in your head. And you have reason to think that that person didn't actually commit the crime or and was every treated wrongly. And
0: time Barack Obama or Eric Holder are criticized, what?
1: Yes, oh, it's racism. No, but
0: that's Certainly. the point. So Certainly. they're trying to make it a case there is racism in America. When I get criticized, you think it's any, for any legitimate reason? Of course not. I'm no. black. No, but that's also part of it. Yep. That's why we get criticized. That's why we can't do everything we want to do for the American people, because there are race out there. Yep. The culture is racist. And then, and then you think about it. You guys would not have risen in that position, in the positions that, that you are, if there was the systemic racism that you pretend that there is.
1: No, it no. It wouldn't be.
0: It wouldn't be the case. And
1: Twice. and in fact, I was looking at one article this morning, and it they were they were talking about. The fact that, and I, who, who, there is um, one black Republican politician who's becoming very outspoken about race issues recently.
0: I don't and, know, but ben Carson has been very bad.
1: No, it was No, forget Ben Carson. By the way, ben yeah.
0: Carson has done. He said, uh, he, what did he say? He was talking about homosexuality and then said, well, you know, if, <laughs> hold on, non gay people go into prison and then they come out of prison and they're gay. Well, what's up with that, you know? I mean, not, what? First of all, why are you talking about that? Second of all, what's your point here? It's pathetic. And you think those guys go in there and choose to be in a sexual relationship with some of these guys? They get raped. They get raped, prison rape. And they come out gay? Anyway, that's a horrific thing that he fell into. He fell into a trap. Some CNN hack asked him a question. He shouldn't answer it. She goes, let's, please, Keep that corrupt question to yourself. I mean, yourself.
1: one thing we know is that a Ted Cruz is not going to be
0: no, he won't.
1: sidetracked or and he caught. won't say
0: that either. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> he won't say that. You want to get the actual quote? It's just so embarrassing.
1: Go right. And then mean, and then he go came ahead. Out but, and, but really, the, no, this, this,
0: the, this guy has, has says some good stuff, and then he undercuts himself completely. Now nah, let's
1: forget about okay. him.
0: He's, He's insignificant.
1: So he really is. Unfortunately, I mean, he exactly. was he was doing well with the Obama stuff. He has stuff, a book called
0: You Have a Brain, and then the subtitles, and I don't. You know. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, but that should be a subtitle now. You have a brain. I, I don't.
1: By the way, I wanted to put this story in the program notes for this and i got to go find who, it. Who are you referring um, to?
0: He said some other.
1: Oh, oh the other politician. Let yeah. me tell you. Yeah, so there was this. And thanks for helping me with that. Sorry. You interrupt I, I me and did. then you actually help me get ah. my train of thought. So, no, this politician was pointing out the fact that matters of race relations have gotten worse under Obama um, that there's been True. a step back no thanks to him and what he's done. And, and part of it is what Blinded Holder's also, Justice Department did in letting that hand up, don't shoot out there. are
0: cross-country and beating on whites. And mm-hmm. that, is con- that is considered not top story, not news. They're trying to bury it every time it happens. The flash gangs, they call them. And that that hasn't happened under other presidents in the past. And, These and are constant. And you attacks. think you
1: think that that's not incited. You you think that the new Ferguson shootings this week were not incited by the release of this report and the consistent push out there that you know okay even though even though the one police officer was fine nonetheless there's this huge problem yes. You know, people of Ferguson, you are justified in protesting. And then sure enough, what, do they still have this guy on the loose? The I, one who shot these two police I officers? Know. I know that there was a manhunt for him. This guy's but, out there but and he's dangerous. he's a guy.
0: He's a hero. I mean, he's a hero. No, but for the crowd who wants to push this, he's a hero. They, they don't want to catch him.
1: But, you know, Holder called him a punk, so yeah. therefore he's done a, his job now, a right? A punk. A punk.
0: A guy who shoots mm-hmm. cops? A just, punk. a just a punk. Mm-hmm. I mean think about that language also. I know. He's not a criminal, he's not a you know, a would be murderer, a killer. He's he's just a punk, you know.
1: Well but this is that's the thing. This is the thing. The types of things that Holder and Obama do and say will turn kids who were just punks
0: oh, yeah. into, into criminals. Yeah. Right. But it, but but he's calling the criminal a punk. Right. So I you know that language also. Meaning he has no real hatred against that guy. He's like, Hey man, you helped me push my thing. So, you know, it's all good. Plus, plus, they didn't die. So you got my point across and they didn't die.
1: Right, right. You sent me this piece, Bosh. This is from Hot Air. And the headline is, Hillary Clinton and Michael Brown, the truth is so last century.
0: That's a, that's a great title.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a great written, written by Jazz Shaw. We've got two stories unfolding in parallel this week which should allow community organizers and political activists, this is actually from last week, uh, to take a pause, draw a deep breath, and quit. Just give up, folks, pack your bags, go off the grid, take up fly fishing, because while the battle may still be raging, the war is long since lost. The truth, however you define that in 2015, has raised the white flag and surrendered to narrative journalism, a school of thought which holds that facts are primarily ornaments on a tree of history having little effect On the substance of the story that we want to tell
0: true to some extent but you know this idea that it's whole cloth no there are truth tellers out there calling this out as this guy's doing here as we're doing on the show the truth still is alive and well no matter those in power are fighting it denying it you know using it for their own but uh i just it's important but it's it's a great it's a great line right it's a great idea but sorry go on
1: no no you know and apparently politico early on when the clinton story broke had noted that Hil- that Hillary did break the law, but of course now the New York Times is saying no, the rules were vague and the blah blah blah. So everything's kind of being covered up a little bit, yeah. and maybe they're hiding behind the fact that they actually, you know, posted an article that was critical of her.
0: The day Elizabeth Warren makes herself un- like not viable is the day that they completely back up Hillary Clinton. She's 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 the guy. That's it. She's the one. But right now they're like they're still in that stage where hmm, we can pick and choose now. Between okay. these two women. And think about it also. The only two that they're talking about is what? Women. Because that's the next bludgeon over our heads to say you cannot, you cannot, um, what do you call it, uh, criticize her. her or her. Like you couldn't criticize Obama. That's the whole point here.
1: No. And, and, and the point here is they're just saying, look, you know, you should not be concerned with this. Um, you know, this idea that hands up, don't shoot. Actually being revealed as well, um, you know. Hands up,
0: don't shoot. Yeah, no, it's an, it's an absolute lie. And the Holder administration, they didn't have a parade about it, but they basically coped it it. said, yeah, okay, it didn't happen. And then they said something about who knows in the fog of all the. No, no, no. You guys systematically tried to make that a fact. You you with the power of the White House, the power of of, of government, tried to push that narrative.
1: Well, and then also now just pretend that the whole cover-up doesn't even matter. So Sharpton was on, I guess, Morning Joe.
0: and Al Sharpton was on a show. Yes. For what reason? Um, to spread racism? To,
1: to talk about the whole thing. Um, so he comes on and he says, you know, the systematic practice of racism had been exposed, the right?
0: The systematic practice of racism.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, so, matter, no matter what? Wait, no matter if that wasn't true, he said?
1: Well, right, because now they're saying... They're, <laughs> but that was the whole point of it. The whole point of it, that particular case, Wilson, you know, did he do something wrong? No, he did not. Wilson was exonerated, and the hands up, don't shoot was a total lie, and yet still they're pushing this narrative that there was this systematic racism in Ferguson.
0: What I'm saying is it doesn't matter. Once that drops, like, so what? So what? That was a tool we used then, but now we'll still push it because Al Sharpton needs, needs to stay relevant or else... He's out of you know. Well, and, he's out of business.
1: And again, listen to this, okay? So they're actually implying that they should, in effect, neuter all of the police officers yes. all throughout the country, yes, not have them actually do their job according to crimes, because if they but do, do their, their job, job. No,
0: but right. if they do their job, they will arrest black men, right? And that is racism,
1: and that's wrong.
0: I mean, you know, l- let's forget about the fact that you know blacks commit crimes. Yeah. Don't worry about that. If you arrest them, if you do your job, you'll prove that blacks can be criminals too and are, therefore, don't do your job. Right,
1: right. So then they neuter the whole police department. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm right? Saying.
1: And then they leave all of us unsafe yes. while they have their private security guards. Yes.
0: And that no but it doesn't matter, is what I'm saying. They need to prove on Let them eat lies. Market, the, yes, let
1: them eat lies.
0: The statistics let show them
1: you know, and again with Hillary, Hillary's lying. She is letting us eat lies yep. and at the same time it's privacy for her and not for us. Here they're letting us safety. eat lies yep. about racism, systematic racism, and they want to create a world in which police officers are slaves to you know statistics, not to justice, right? Yep. And therefore they want to leave us unsafe, safety for them, not for us.
0: And, Privacy
1: for them, not for us.
0: And that black thug who hears this, right? He's like, "Wait a minute! I was committing crimes to just get away and get some money, but now it's because of of systemic racism. That's what you know. What? I'm, no, but now they have a moral <laughs> basis for their crimes. Right? Like this country's racist, and it's got, it's got to pay. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a buck here and there. It hurts the people, but." Has to pay. And that's the whole thing. They're really justifying. Two police
1: officers got shot. Nah, yeah. They're cares?
0: justifying, they're rationalizing right. this crime because they committed by blacks. It's sick. It's absolute sick. And it's just, again, it's just, it's like unbelievable to create something that isn't true in order to, you know, for Al Sharpton, it's his business. That's right. his means of income. I mean, he, and the guy owes $4 million in back taxes. Who cares if he's buddies with uh, Barack Obama? I mean, you think anyone's going to go after him? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. When Obama's out of office, who knows? But still, it probably, he'll, be, he'll be protected forever probably.
1: Oh, of course. He'll be protected forever, and that's the whole point. So now, you know, again, because protecting our actual rights that doesn't matter. is job one. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah right? but that
0: doesn't matter if you round up some blacks because then, then you're racist. I mean – <laughs> I mean, right, right, let's but, think about yeah. the, the blacks commit crimes. That doesn't matter but I mean
1: think about this so the justice department is implying that they're going to stop <laughs> stop our local police from doing their jobs, and then Versus listen sake. to the next about in terms of you know the our administration spreading the lies out there and making us less safe while they know that their personal safety is all locked up because they are. The chosen few politicians.
0: Think about that, that, that black guy 50 years ago, okay, who was dealing with some serious institutionalized racism. Mm-hmm. This is, say, like him watching Barack Obama today on Jimmy Kimmel, yucking it up, laughing, talking about racism. He's like, wait, that's the president of the United States of America? A black guy? Racism must be wiped out. Right. You know, he right. says it, it must be shocking to that kind of mentality. You know when he actually won. I mean, to those who actually thought we were racist when he won, that really should have brought things down a little more. So actually, you know, we're, we're, we're not a racist country, but the reason why they voted for him is because of black skin. So sure, that's sure. racism also, and of itself.
1: Now, turning uh, turning from the domestic racism issue to foreign policy, and where another lie is out there that we're being told. There's this lie that we've somehow diminished ISIS forces. By half. Yeah.
0: Barack now, about it. I don't.
1: First of all, I don't even know that we did it, right? Didn't some of these sure. two-bit dictators yeah. in the Middle East get mad at ISIS and yeah. for
0: thirty very, thirty
1: thousand with one of them well, or something? For, for,
0: for whatever personal reason, right. after these guys, not for Islam. No, uh, no, they killed one guy that I knew and liked. You know, let's get him. and then they'll defend. It's like the uh, the uh, you know the king of Jordan. Everyone prays him. Yeah, right. rah rah. This guy. He's an anti-Semite. He's uh, Islamic. I mean, he's just, please, enough of this crap. Enough when enough when a Muslim leader happens to do something that is a little better than what Barack Obama would do. That doesn't mean he's great you at know, all.
1: Well, he, and here, here's the one thing, though. It, it is very sad when we have to look at, I mean, and we've done this with Putin, too, right? Yeah. We, we're looking at these guys we're thinking, boy, they actually defend <laughs> their citizens. Right. They actually do the yeah. job that that's,
0: a leader that's is supposed people, to do. They actually defend
1: their citizens. That's that they, is the only reason we're like reason we're, we're, we're we're you know waxing nostalgic about an era in which our president actually defended us. But right? then the
0: guy from the King of Jordan says that it's Islamophobia, which leads to ISIS. You know, he said that. Just keep it in mind, people who rah rah this guy. He's a piece of crap. He sucks.
1: Mm, yep, yep. Now ISIS, we are told by New York Times, is still on the attack. Despite, quote, internal strife and heavy losses. Now, first of all, internal strife is inevitable when you are an organization based entirely on (laughs) faith of the most primitive kind, which is what ISIS is. They look at
0: every. Are you a true believer? Are you a true believer? That's how they are.
1: Yeah. So, So, New York Times reports the Islamic State is facing growing dissension among its rank and file fighters and struggling to govern towns and villages it has seized but the militant sunni group oh just sunni right is right. is still managing to launch attacks and expand its ideological reach outside iraq and syria senior american officials said in the 7 months since allied warplanes in the air led excuse me american led air campaign began bombing the sunni militancy while marginally weaker has held its own okay marginally weaker good Uh, Pentagon officials expressed only cautious optimism on Thursday after the Islamic State lost much of the central Iraqi city of Tikrit following more than a week of fierce fighting, warning that it would be as difficult for Iraqi forces to hold the city as it was to liberate it. And even as the militants made a last stand in Tikrit, Islamic State fighters were mounting one of the fiercest assaults in months in the city of Ramadi, which is west of Baghdad. Uh, In recent months, tensions have become apparent inside ISIS. Uh, The troubles stem from a new military and financial pressures from the growing pains of a largely decentralized organization, blah, 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 etc. So they have all these tensions. Uh, There's reports of dozens of executions and imprisonments of Islamic State fighters trying to flee the group. So if you try to leave, they're going to kill you. That's not surprising. Uh, complaints about salaries and living conditions, disputes over money and business opportunities. But also,
0: if you leave if you leave Islam, like a, you a you're considered a, a deserter because it's so militant, and that's the same thing here.
1: Yeah, and they they are the representative yeah. of Islam right the, now. There's no
0: true believers that are more hardcore as far as they're concerned. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, despite all these accounts, the General Lloyd Austin has uh, said that the battle against Islamic State is nowhere near won. Uh, he says that. Airstrikes have killed more than 8,500 militants, eliminated the group's primary source of oil revenue, and hurt the ability of the leaders to command and control troops. Pentagon and counterterrorism officials said the militant group is increasingly dangerous through new affiliates in Afghanistan, Algeria, Egypt, and Libya. And this is the news that came out this week. Boko Haram in Nigeria has become the latest group to swear allegiance last Saturday. And when
0: you pinprick these guys, they grow. Yep. Exponentially, they grow because are like, Look at us, look at us. We're we'll being attacked by the greatest force on earth. Right. And they start using that as, as, a, as, as a propaganda.
1: So, this idea that you're supposed to be excited because you killed 8,500 of them again, you know, if you go back to that There's, excellent Graham Wood article from The Atlantic,
0: which The Atlantic did, man, and, and I had a piece by a Muslim who said they're not Islamic. But oh, it, no yes, way. Yes, in the face of no that, it is. Yes, in their same pages. Um, Anyway,
1: their whole prophecy. Is that at the end, there's going to be only 5,000 of them. Right. And at that point, Jesus is going to come and be Over on their the story, side. Yeah. Right, right. So, you know, this idea that they're going to be cowed in any way by the fact that they are suffering heavy losses, not at all. This is what they're Absolutely. supposed to do, this is what the exactly prophecy
0: right. has foretold. Bring on death. I mean, there were, there were guys, there was one guy, a reporter, who said these guys were literally calling down to the planes and bombs, literally to kill them. This is what they want. Yeah. As far as I know, dying is the answer.
1: Now, this, this story that I'm about to uh, read you a little bit from is from Jihad Watch, just published today. And, you know, it, it seems to kind of be in contradiction with what New York Times, because New York Times, the gist that I'm getting from their article is that, yes, Islamic State has suffered some heavy losses. Yes, there is internal strife, but they are very much still active. Now Jihad Watch, I mean, maybe the New York Times is joining, not Jihad Watch, Boy. but joining the actual call for truth on these
0: issues. I don't know about that. Um, against what the Obama I, administration I don't know about was that. other. there, because we'll listen to the I, Jihad know, Watch. I know that, but what I'm saying at the same time, they won't do that all the way. They always have to couch it. They can't yeah. tell the truth. If they did, they wouldn't have lost as much readership as they have.
1: Listen to the Jihad Watch headline: Obama administration claimed to have quote taken out half. ...of Islamic State senior leadership is false. Okay, so this is a bit different. So they're saying we took out half of their senior leadership. Yeah. Never since the invention of the airplane... This is uh, Robert Spencer writing. He He's very good. Never since the invention of the airplane has any territory been conquered solely from the air. Kerry and Allen have a vested interest in making the U.S. airstrikes look good... But in reality, they're just a cosmetic exercise to make it look as if the U.S. is doing something about the Islamic State. And there's a quote from Bloomberg article. Eli Lake and Josh Rogan wrote wrote this and published it today. Uh, The war against Islamic State has killed thousands of fighters, even some mid-level battlefield commanders. But the organization's senior leadership, leadership and nerve center remain largely untouched according to these intelligence officials. So if Obama wants to put out there, that we've gotten rid of half the leadership that's well, Well, he also
0: said he wiped out Al-Qaeda, if you remember.
1: And then it says, this assessment, and I'm skipping down a bit, this assessment of the progress against the Islamic State differs sharply from public statements by top Obama administration officials as recently as last month, including Secretary of State John Kerry and retired General John Allen. Um, in February, Allen said that half the group's Hold leaders in Iraq had been killed. Do you remember
0: John Allen, the, the general? Remember that?
1: About go hug the people? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah.
0: Said, I mean, uh, Americans were being butchered by uh, Afghanis. Yes. At, uh, at the ceremonies when they'd get their guns, they'd right. literally turn on, on the Americans and shoot them dead. And this guy said, we're going to have to hug it out, literally hug with our Afghan, you know, whatever. People who want to kill us. And he yeah. also had a video uh, celebrating a, a Muslim holiday. And he saw the video was saying the Hocken, 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 Hlock. Yes, I remember yeah, that. He was speaking I remember that. Arabic. Yes, yes. Now, uh. this, this is a bad guy. And clearly he's a liar. And he's a perfect, pure Obama general, yep. appointed by Obama, naturally.
1: Now here's Kerry speaking in February, a quote from him. We've disrupted their command structure, undermined its propaganda, taken out half their senior leadership. Well, you squeezed, know it's not true. Squeezed its financing, damaged its supply you know networks, true? dispersed its personnel, and forced them to think twice before they move on, in on an open convoy. No, but now, that,
0: that's what you know something's not true. I mean, is, wait, John Kerry said it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, the opposite is true. Go yes. on. Sorry.
1: But, you know, if, if they have actually undermined the propaganda of ISIS, then why is Boko Haram yes. joining them from why? Nigeria? Why? Right?
0: If they undermined it. No, they. You know what? Some reason in their in their head, they have no plan to wipe out ISIS at all. But they know in their mind, like we have to pretend we that we're are doing something. Yeah. We have to pretend. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Doing it doesn't matter. So again, but you know, we're doing we're, it is very
1: we're supposed to swallow the lies, let them eat lies. We're supposed to swallow the lies that they're doing something. That the something that they're doing is being effective. Yeah. And then the evidence is that Islamic State is gaining more power. And that we and our allies over there, particularly Israel, are less and less safe as time goes on, as everyday passes. And you think about
0: this also, a part of them knows that it's important that we wipe out ISIS. They have the power to wipe out ISIS, but they have no plan to wipe out ISIS. They only want to tell us that we are wiping them out. A part of them knows it's important to do it, and they can do it, but they won't do it no matter what. But they know that it's important to say so. I mean, they're like using using the reality and truth. You know what I mean? in a way where they know that's important.
1: Yeah, so so what we can do, we can look at the New York Times piece as, well, we can't tell them that, you know, there's really been this great significant, because there isn't, right? And there no. there are some people out there like Robert Spencer who actually hold us to the fire. And even Bloomberg, right? The Bloomberg yes. publication is, is saying, look, you know, these guys are lying. These top administration officials mm. are lying about how much progress is being made. So the New York Times is saying, well, um, we can support the party line nonetheless yeah. by saying, you know, There is some effect that we're having. So, yeah, we're doing, but it's going to be a long battle. So basically, the New York Times is preparing us to watch the continued charade of these airstrikes doing something. How long
0: has the United States of America engaged ISIS in battle? I mean, how how long?
1: Several months or something. I don't know. I'm
0: saying we can't wipe them out. Yeah. We can't. We can't wipe them out We can wipe them out in one day. We can wipe them out in one day. Uh, and that's the whole thing. It's a whole pretense. And it's even on the right. You know, those say we have to battle these guys. It'll take a long time. Why will it take a long time? I mean, everything here is the point where we are being, I don't know, we're just not doing what we're supposed to be doing. We could have wiped out Al Qaeda. ISIS would never have existed. We have the power to do it. We just don't do it.
1: I mean, from what I understand, we should either not do anything or we it's should better, wipe them out.
0: It's better than doing. You know what we're doing is is worse than doing nothing. Right. Stop pinpricking because you will get more. You will get ISIS will explode far bigger. They won't become bigger, and they can say we survived everything. We got which is a lie because one thing ISIS knows also is that if we want to, we can destroy them. Right. So in, in that way, they're 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 counting on our cowardice. They're 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 counting on it. And that's what all our enemies do. They count on our cowardice, on the cowardice of our politicians at least. Because they know in a moment of truth we could wipe them out. If we had a guy in there who actually wanted to defend us, it's over. And they want to make us believe that, you know.
1: And th- and this is why we're in the pathetic situation of saying, Oh, I love how Putin yeah. or El-Sisi, right? He's the Jordan yeah. guy or is he uh, no, Egypt. Egypt? Who's the uh, Jordan guy?
0: Froghead. Frog <laughs> I, I forget his name. Uh, King... He looks like a frog. He's short and fat, frog face, frog eyes. I forgot his name. But the King of Jordan. Yeah. The stink king of Jordan. He sucks. Also is Islamophobia is a good
1: But we we wax it's like, ah oh, no, to have a president that actually yeah, forcefully reacts when with, our citizens citizens are killed. It, it's
0: always subjective with these guys. If they do something to them specifically, like, you know what, Dig killed an Egyptian. Let's go you know. Right. It's like, they can't do it for Islamic reasons. They're impotent. They're like, ah, man, these guys are far more Islamic than we are. But they killed a guy that I liked, and therefore I'm going to get him. For that reason. Not for Islamic reasons.
1: Let them eat lies. Safety for us, not for thee. Yeah. And that's how it is. Yeah. You know? Privacy, safety, both domestic and foreign safety, being undermined every single day. Not protected, but in fact actively Undermine, because again, think about this. You know, if what they are doing is probably making the situation worse, oh, no making us and our allies less safe, Absolutely. not better. And they're telling all these lies that we're supposed to swallow in the meantime. You know, now, they,
0: they say something about don't go and slice this guy, don't go and stab him, kill him. You know about the king, and whatnot. If you go for the king, you've got to kill him. Right. You know that that type of war mentality. You can't pin them; nope. they will grow. And they will use it as propaganda. It's false, but they will use it as propaganda. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, no, it's fine. I'm over here looking at the next story that I want to talk about. And uh, Breitbart has like little headlines flashing by. And one of no them. No Yeah, I know. Come no on, call Colin. Yeah, Colin. 760 888 5817 if you want to talk. But uh, the headline that went by was Holder calling the criminal a damn punk. that's I mean, um... That's the language.
0: I mean, has he ever used that that term for anyone else? I mean, a, a shooter. I think Obama did use the killed? word criminal, actually, but. You know, oh, he did. Yes. Okay, he slipped up then. <laughs> yeah, he slipped up. He's like, ah, we got to get our point here.
1: So let, let's uh, let's get to a couple of lies that we're supposed to be swallowing, and you'll like the idea, you know, let them eat lies as connected to this story because it's like about it. let, Chris let Christie. Lies, yeah,
0: let me lies Chris and swallowing. They want us to swallow this crap. So eat per, or eating.
1: We're supposed to swallow the idea that Chris Christie is actually a Republican yeah. and that Republicans believe in smaller government, and yet here is a headline from Breitbart: Chris Christie brags about expanding,
0: expanding Medicaid. What? Oh, oh.
1: I was expanding. Meant expanding his his waistline. <laughs> expanding Medicaid okay. under Obamacare. He brags about it. Now remember, we were talking about and analyzing Obamacare and Obamacare's effect of getting the liberals you know, towards their end goal of single-payer health care system. I cited cited the expansion of Medicaid as the most dangerous in this regard because insofar as the Obamacare legislation is vastly expanding Medicaid, it is thereby putting all of these people directly into a single-payer system. So even if, you know, and, and I mean, I think the only one who's still talking about repealing every word of Obamacare is Ted Cruz. How in the world is he going to undo the Medicaid expansion? And how is that Medicaid expansion, if it's allowed to stand, how is it not going to have the continued effect of putting the pressure towards creating a single-payer system for everyone, right? Because an expanded and, Medicaid... And the
0: governors helped Obama. Yes. you know, And Chris
1: Christie was one of them who's bragging about they it. But about no, it, no, no he's always. a Republican. He's a Republican. You're supposed and to now believe. he's bragging about
0: it. So, but but I mean, mean, think about this, right? He needs some good press right now because he hasn't been in the news for a while. We we haven't talked about either eating in a while. Now now he's like, uh, I need Right, right. But going back
1: back to the expanded Medicare issue. Okay. If you have this expanded Medicaid program, it is more likely, because it's expanded, to experience more financial pressures. Because, again, they're promising something that they cannot deliver. Nope. You cannot make healthcare cheaper by force when out of office, and, you, and, you, and you certainly can't provide quote free healthcare to people and expect them not to over consume it right so it's going to go bankrupt and then what's the pressure the pressure is we've got to get more healthy people you know forced into this system we've unless you basically expand it to everybody it's going to go broke so this I, this is probably to me I mean, it's like the Trojan horse of Obama. Everyone yes. thinks Obamacare is bad, and and the overall regulation and controls on the insurance industry, that's terrible. But the idea of really moving them quickly towards single-payer, it's that Medicaid expansion that I've been watching. So here's Christie bragging about it. Uh, Breitbart, this is an article that was published on the 10th. New York Governor Chris Christie, excuse me, New York, New Jersey he would like to be New York governor. Is touting the budgetary benefits of Medicaid expansion under the health care overhaul. The potential Republican contender, who has been a vocal critic of Obama's signature health care program, said Tuesday during a town hall event that Medicaid expansion has helped save New Jersey taxpayers significant money and benefited low income residents as well as the state's bottom line, end quote. So what do you tell this liar that you I mean, you're supposed to swallow this, right? Nice. Okay, it saved them taxpayer money in the short term, right? In the short term, it saved them so money. They're
0: going to get hit now, hard. They're
1: going to get hit hard. They're going to get hit from the federal level. And he'll be out, and he'll be out of office. the long term, you know, the, it's, it's like so much of what's in Atlas Shrugged, and I don't want to kind of spoil that novel for anybody, you know, but this idea that we'll go ahead and grab off for our New Jersey citizens whatever short-term benefit we can have so I can – look good, right. and so we can go on for a few more years with our deficit spending on my pet projects and, in New Jersey. And I need a win right, right now
0: because I got no press right now. Right, no, right. He gets no more press, so he's like, I, I'll say this.
1: Listen to him. Expanding Medicaid was the right decision for New Jersey, right? <laughs> for so, New Jersey so, also. So, so he ran some numbers. <laughs> and, and, of course, this is what the you know, purveyors of the Obamacare legislation, the architects like Gruber the liar and everything Absolutely. that they put out there. They made it look attractive to the states financially right. to buy into this Medicaid expansion and thereby help them achieve their end goal of getting everybody into a single-payer health, uh, so-called insurance program. It's not insurance. It's single-payer health care. It's socialized medicine, and there's no other way to put it. So we're supposed to buy this, that it is somehow... To their advantage, and really, it's only in his short-term advantage in evading reality yeah. a little bit longer,
0: yeah.
1: a little bit longer. That's
0: really what it is. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. You make him seem viable still in some way. Like, well, he did that. Well, that's not good. And again, he needs a win. You know, he's got no press right now.
1: Listen, to this. Christie declined to have the state run an insurance exchange. Or use state money to promote the program, but he agreed to include more low-income residents in New Jersey family care, which is the state's Medicaid program. Most of that cost is picked up for now by the federal government. So right now it looks...
0: But, wonderful but then the tax and of
1: course picked up by federal government that means by all of us
0: right but then only new jerseyans will will start paying They'll they'll so he's, the like,
1: he's like look i look rosy in new jersey you're going to help me get exactly. to the white house in 2016 in the meantime this. everybody else is being pleased
0: and this rat knows us yep. he knows this he knows his bs and those listening want, want to believe it so oh, okay good the, By the, way, um,
1: the state treasurer in New Jersey described the Medicaid money as, quote, a blessing for providing appropriate care to our most vulnerable populations, end quote. Everything is, well, is it a good deal for New Jersey? Is it going to make me look good? Is it going to propel yeah.
0: me to the presidency <laughs> in
1: 2016
0: uh, to help with Jersey after and don't, the rights yeah. of
1: everybody else?
0: You're right. The, the, the taxpayer will pay, meaning the federal, the federal government will pay right. it. us. Everyone. And then, in the end, they're going to pay for it. Right. So, personally. And they're like, wait a minute.
1: You know, again,
0: disgusting.
1: let them eat the lies. We're going to be financially better off in the very short term. I'm going to propel myself to the presidency by making myself look good, by doing these great things for New Jersey at the expense like of the rest it. of the country. Yes. And you're supposed to elect me as president when I have made conscious, calculated decisions to sacrifice some Americans' money right. and pocketbooks for the sake of other Americans, to namely the ones in New Jersey. Yep. And and we're supposed to elect this guy as president? Yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: But we have Better Call Saul.
1: Better Call Saul? Okay. Yeah. Good. I just want to say that. Okay. Good.
0: If you haven't seen it, if, if you like Breaking Bad, you'll love it. Uh, it's excellent. Better Call Saul TV show. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <It's great>. Especially <laughs> the last episode with Mike. Really good. I mean really good. Oh.
1: Now there is also they say private health care if you if you choose to pay for it. Yeah. You can do that as well. I mean this is the only way that people are it's so funny 'cause I was I was talking to someone the other day about getting a prescription medication and the idea was, you know, do you you know d- does your insurance cover it? It's like, um, no you you know, you could just pay for it. It's not that expensive. <laughs> Right. The idea of just paying for a medication because it costs, you know, maybe 20, 30 bucks a month. Everything, everybody always wants to, oh, does my insurance cover it? Does my insurance cover it? You just pay out of pocket sometimes, you know, for something that you actually want that's going to benefit your life in terms of health. It could happen. It could happen. Um, here's just a little tidbit because I don't think I want to go much myself into financial policy and monetary policy in particular. But there's a new column published today by Paul Krugman over at the opinion pages of New York Times. And thanks to Mark Wickens for posting this over on Facebook. Krugman is just talking about, in general, how a strong dollar is supposedly bad news for us. Why? Because it's going to perpetuate a trade deficit. And so that even though a strong dollar maybe looks good some of us, or some people, are arguing that it's good for some certain reasons. He thinks in the long term it's going to be bad. Uh, one thing that I would agree with him on is that a fiat money that's manipulated and you know somehow tries to stay insulated from realities of the economy is terrible. And if this you know now very strong dollar is a result of that, okay, that that's fine. Um, you know I, I agree, but this idea that you know, if we have a trade deficit, it's the end of the world. Right. You know, we must export more than we. I mean, these are all economic fallacies. But around. he knows that
0: too. That's the problem with him. Right. This guy's an out and out liar. He knows these things not to be true.
1: Well, the the lie that we focus on here today in this piece actually comes in the very first paragraph of his opinion piece. Here, he says, "Message to the gold bugs." Those are that's who he makes fun of is people who actually want gold-backed gold back currency. He calls bugs. them gold bugs. Message to the gold bugs and, well, he looks like a bug and bug. Ayn Rand disciples who dominate the Republican <laughs> party.
0: Imagine if that was true. If that was true, I they would have kicked Obama's ass dominate for the last yes. six, seven years. They would have kicked his ass hard. They yes. would have impeached him by now. Yes. If Ayn Rand's ideas dominated the Republican Party, he would have been impeached. Barack Obama. Yes. Impeached. Yes. There's no question about it. Yes. They don't. No. And no. he needs to believe that. He also, he hates them, and he's like, they're a failure somehow. It has to do with Ayn Rand.
1: You know what just popped into my mind is a picture of John Boehner, and you've got something, an Ayn Rand disciple at the bottom. I mean John Boehner right now is I mean, probably is, the guy who is the head of the Republican Party. Yeah. He well, is, well, he's the most he's, powerful. He's probably. dominated by the NSA-Obama well, industrial complex, or whatever is. we want to call but it, he's right? He's all
0: for Obama. He's um, friends with him.
1: This is ridiculous, it the is, idea that Ayn Rand disciples dominate. So, so we're supposed to buy
0: into this,
1: this, right? And, 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 you, and when you look at how ineffective.
0: Ron was talking about it, about another he cannot help but mention Ayn Rand now in his articles. He mentioned thing a week or two ago also in, a, in another article, dismissed him, you know, said basically that Republican Party is run by Ayn Rand. This is sick. If it were true, they would be kicking ass.
1: I mean this is this is where we actually don't want the name associated in a certain way because we would not Absolutely I mean, somebody not. who was actually guided by Ayn Rand's ideas would not deal would not act like the Republican leadership Absolutely is right not. now. Absolutely. That's the whole thing. The,
0: they would fight Obama. The, they would have they would have impeached him. Again, they would have impeached him. They would have they would have the the moral certitude right. to to do so. The
1: closest that you get really is is Ted Cruz, and even then he yeah. isn't necessarily he's going not. to do
0: everything. He's religious. Consistently, he's, he's a politician. Right. right. He's right. good, and in some places he's bad. But overall, he's he's still the best. So he's the least he's the least dishonest. But but Cruz, say, the most honest politician. He's the least dishonest out there.
1: Krugman seems set on smearing Ayn Rand. Always. And I'm sure the New York Times is very happy Again, with him smearing no, Ayn Rand. He knows what's
0: up. He knows what's up. Republicans are nothing penny wastes. He knows if Ayn Rand actually did, they'd be in deep, you know what, him and his whole party. Right. They'd be in deep trouble because they can't compete with Ayn Rand's ideas. They can't. No. Nope. So they're like, uh, let's... So
1: they, they they have to pretend that what's out there is already a representative the of them. Which is ugly
0: and cheap and, and stupid. Right. So he has to pretend that John Boehner, that's... And Ayn Rand, uh, you know <laughs> I mean,
1: Again, uh, the picture's coming to my exactly. mind. I'm like, ew, he looks no, more like a villain.
0: He, No, he knows that's not true either. He's like, uh, everyone despises being even does. so let's call him I, an Ayn Rand leader. But again, he, they know. And uh, I think you remember also, they understand that the battle is, in the end, I mean, Ayn Rand is the one that they are afraid of. They're very afraid, not afraid of John Boehner mm-hmm. and any Republicans, even though, even the National Review of William Buckley Jr., please, they weren't afraid of him. They're afraid of Ayn Rand.
1: You know, over on the thread where I saw this on Facebook, one of the commenters on, on Mark Wickens posting of this was saying, well, look, you know, it is true that a whole bunch of Republicans, they're all reading Ayn Rand. And then, I think it was Keith Weiner who responded and said, it's one thing to have read Ayn Rand and even to like Ayn Rand, but it's quite another thing to say that Ayn Rand disciples dominate the Republican Party.
0: Also, also the term disciples. Yes. You know I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. That's I a mirror right yeah, there. It
0: is. Absolutely is. It's just...
1: You, you couldn't be a thinking no, follower. You must no. be an unthinking at, disciple. An admirer
0: of Ayn Rand. Right. You know, and again, those, the only one out there who has actually said about, about Rand any really substantive you know, things was, was actually Ted Cruz, who actually quoted her, literally read passages from her. Rand, uh, Paul Ryan used her used her to get some, some play, got the media about it, and then when he ran for uh, vice president, threw her under the bus. Right. He said nothing positive about her since.
1: Yeah. Fine, get that's, out of here. That, that's the state of the Ayn Rand disciples in the, uh, you know, the, the, the Republicans. The most
0: decent politician, the smartest out there, the, the least dishonest happens to be Ted Cruz, and he's the one who has promoted her more than the other guys in, in, a, in a good way, in a good way. Even though, again, he has his problems. He does. But if you want to get one that is semi- Closer, it's Ted Cruz, but he'll say it's McConnell, it's Boehner, it's all these old guys. My God, if these guys were.
1: Now, the the piece itself, he ends up basically urging the Fed to continue propping up the... Uh, you know, or propping up, I don't know if you would call that the right word, but basically keeping interest rates low, making it easy to borrow money a while longer. He says, I think the line was something like, you know, don't raise interest rates until you can see the whites of inflation's eyes, you know, like it's really close. Because apparently the Fed is itching to, you know, let those interest rates go up. And he's saying, no, you know, that this strong dollar that we have indicates that, we are starting to absorb the bad consequences of the euro collapse or severe
0: uh, which you, recession. Which right. You, which, which he was probably for before it did that. You know, he's probably for it.
1: I don't know. I don't know. But to, the to, to but, but the Europe. point being is, is is he's pushing phony monetary policy. He's lying knowingly and he's and he's pushing that lie that we're supposed to eat that the current Republican Party leadership is dominated by disciples of Iron <laughs> which is just patently ridiculous. Again,
0: if that were true he wouldn't write that. Yeah. If that were true, he wouldn't write that. You mean if that was true, he would not be writing that. And and here he is. He'd be on his heels.
1: He's he's writing for the New York Times. He has the ability to spread and ideas influence. out there and influence yeah. and we're supposed to swallow lies and struggle to actually spread what's true. You know, he can just go out there and say, oh, Ayn Rand disciples dominate the Republican Party, and then people will have in their minds, oh, That's whatever the Republican Party leadership is doing, it's uh, must be they're following Ayn Rand. Ooh, it's kind of yucky what they're doing right That's now. Right. Ooh, it's kind of wimpy. Oh, what she do? Oh, oh but yeah. I don't like Ayn Rand. I don't want to read that yes,
0: stuff. Right. part of it.
1: And here we to are. Discourage
0: people from reading Rand. Yeah. Discourage her from reading yeah. Rand to associate and them your with a perfectly mediocre party. That out there, huh? They don't care. They're like, good, good, good. Mm-hmm.
1: Strength is weakness was the title of that strength one. Strength is weakness. Little Orwellian speak for yeah, him, too. Not
0: aggression is weakness, strength, which so is a positive, which is a good thing.
1: He, he, must, he must feel very secure in a Marie Antoinette kind of no, way he as well.
0: Is, she is on his mind, which is good.
1: She doesn't uh, need his right eating
0: away. Iran is eating away at his mind. He's like, I need to associate her with something weak and mediocre, which is the Republican Party, to diminish her and discourage people from reading her. That's part of it also.
1: Oh, but, okay, so think about this. Strength is weakness is the headline. Ayn Rand is strong. Yeah, Republican, Republican Party is weak. weak. Boom. Right. Love it. Right, it right. High five right here in the in, right. in the studio. So let's go a little bit to some good news, please. Can we, can we do that, please? I mean, please. So again, please. you know, the whole theme of the week, and unfortunately well, it fit, was... Let them eat lies.
0: Hmm? We signed. Well, oh, we well, can't talk about it, you want yeah. mention
1: it? Okay, we can tell them, but it's just going to be a I horrible know. tease again.
0: Yes. So, I yeah, guess.
1: we we signed a contract for the project. We signed but the contract. But we can't yet talk about it. Okay, now, no, we can't. End, end of tease.
0: We don't know That's when horrible. We, we don't know when we will be able to. Yeah. We, we as, find as, out. as
1: soon as we're able to, the first people <laughs> who are going to get yes. a little uh, on web. Webinar with us Direct. is going to be the show supporters. So if we'll you want to
0: join that group, to the, to the show but we group are first.
1: itching to talk about it, and, and we're we told can. that
0: there's a possibility that it might not be announced for a while, yeah, or soon. So we don't know yet.
1: But as, as, soon, Sorry, as, but as soon as we can, we I will. I felt
0: that's to me, it's it's great news. So it is great news. It is great news.
1: Um, The kind of news that I was about to talk about is
0: of a more general... you dirty teaser.
1: Yeah, exactly. I wasn't going to bring it up.
0: Hold on. You brought good news, and that went straight to my mind.
1: That probably is, on a personal level, the best news that there is right now, but we can't share it. So, uh, again... Um, but here is some good news that I can share. Uh, not Actually, no, I don't want to share that one. This is this is another lie. This is a let them eat lies. You can go check this out because I'm so disgusted I don't even want to talk about it now. Um, lobbyist remorse. Netflix recants on Obamanet. Netflix thought that they were in some secure, cushy position and they could afford to promote the FCC's talk takeover. Suckers, and now Trump. apparently they already have remorse after it's a done deal.
0: Suckers, chumps.
1: Um, they are sacrificing us, you know, it's power of the Internet, the ability to push content out for us, but not for you, the little people who are actually trying to get the truth out in the world. Screw you. This is, this is the good news. This is the one I wanted to share. Bundled cable death watch is the headline. And then the subhead I is viewership down era of 500 channel universe is over. They are going to start allowing us
0: to Allowing
1: us. Unplug yeah, can you believe
0: this? <laughs> allowing us it, yeah.
1: Unplug from you know, cable this have should have only been the, an internet this connection This should
0: have always been the case. You want a particular a channel particular channel. You want a particular channel? Pay for it. You want TNT? you want uh, HBO, you want Showtime, you want any particular channel, pay for it. Individually. Five bucks, ten bucks, fifteen bucks a month, whatever it is. Instead of getting five hundred channels and which you're supporting in a lot of ways some Horrible channels, right. MSNBC, CNBC, all these other. You know, you're supporting them in a sense by, it, and they can pay Al Sharpton to be on a show that no one watches.
1: Exactly. If
0: they don't have, if if no one pays for it, that show is canceled, and the the veneer that he's somehow part of our culture in a serious way, is blown out of the water.
1: Yeah. Listen to this. So, um, CBS president. Uh, Les Moonvis, he guess I you know, did a what little a name. conference. I'm sorry,
0: Les Moonvis.
1: Moonvis I don't know. Um, He said Showtime will soon be available as a streaming channel. And
0: HBO will also.
1: And available for first time independent of a bundled television package. That's beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Individual choice. HBO toys. as well. Five but channels if you want. That's it. Imagine that.
1: But, lo- you know, look, look at what the status quo has been before this. So the status quo has been forcing people to spend 150 a month right. that goes directly to cable networks they do not watch, yep. MSNBC, CNN, MTV, et cetera. You want Fox News and AMC? I would like to have Fox News, maybe AMC. Yep. No problem, sucker, they say. But in order to get them, you're going to have to subsidize the million-dollar contracts of Chris Cuomo, Al Sharpton, and Absolutely. a bunch of other liars who hate you.
0: I mean, it's well put. John Nolte. No, no, but...
1: So even our good news integrates with our theme of let absolutely. them eat lies, right? Because that's what it's been. It's been this, you know, you want cable? It's unbelievable. You want some truth? Let them eat some lies. Let them subsidize some lies
0: along with absolutely it. Absolutely right. It's, it's unbelievable that we have been... Uh, this is We've taken this for granted. It's like, this is just the way it's been, and that's it. Yeah. It's like a revolution now. Even the thinking about it, it's like, we're going to make our channel available to you for this price. Do you want it? Yes, I do want it. Yep. You'll pay a lot less money for a lot more quality. I mean, shows that you actually watch. I. And, you know, I mean, that's how that's how there are 500 channels. You know how many channels will you know how many will diminish now because of this?
1: Now listen to this. With the writing on the wall, cable channels like HBO, CNN, ESPN, and others are offering themselves to consumers via streaming a la carte. And at a greatly reduced price. Now I don't know if ESPN is an attraction to you. Yeah, yeah,
0: they do have NBA games.
1: So, well, by the way,
0: there was a game last night. Kyrie Irving, fifty-seven points with the Cleveland Cavaliers, unbelievable overtime against the Spurs, right. incredible.
1: Um, Washington Post reports that adults watched an average of four hours and fifty-one minutes of live TV each day in the fourth quarter of 2014. Boy, that's disgusting, actually. Uh, down thirteen minutes from the same quarter of 2013.
0: Streaming is it? I mean, I mean, right now I'm watching Better Call Saul iTunes. Also, the game last night, I viewed it on uh, the NBA app on my iPad, right. and it's available on my computer as well. You can buy, you know, just an NBA thing, and you can. And, and on the TNT, they have TNT Overtime, which you can watch it. But also, if you want to get that channel for all the games, come, come playoff time, that's the channel. That's it. Right. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. This should have been available, you know, decades ago. But it just again, there wouldn't be 500 channels if there wasn't the case. If it was, you know, what I mean, they wouldn't exist.
1: Now this is this is definitely what they should have and it may be that the technology up to this point also facilitated the bundling that they've had for all this time but now oh, so clearly pre- we can, we should be able idea. to pick and choose. But listen listen to what I predict, right? Um again, FCC now controls how content is going over the internet. FCC is not going to like the fact that we want to buy Fox News but we don't want to buy MSNBC, CNBC, whatever their flunkies, their apologists. What what do you call them, the the court of public eunuchs or something? (laughs) uh, Stein, That was awesome. Um, We don't want to subsidize these people. We want Fox. And, And what's going to happen when they see that all the money is going to Fox News or people who actually let the truth be known and not to these others, the FCC is going to do something. It's going to be a fairness doctrine where they're just not going to allow the Fox stream to have a nice, smooth delivery to customers and things like that. Because after all, you know, you have to, like if you're going to get Fox, you also have to get this free MSNBC subsidized by the government or some crap like that. Uh, this is what I'm anticipating. I
0: can, I can see it. I can see it. Because they need uh, to believe that they're in the game. MSNBC needs to believe that they're up against Fox. No, they have no viewership. They have no viewership. No one would pay for it. Those who watch it think that they get it free, probably. I mean, mean, those, maybe their parents get it, who knows, and they're like, wait wait a minute, I'm going to pay for that? Oh, absolutely not.
1: Right. I'm not going to pay for that, correct? Right. No. And, and, you know, at this point, we don't. I totally unplugged a while ago. I'm I'm waiting to be able to buy Fox News, because I would. I'd like to buy Fox News. I would like to see, you know, The Five and cashing in with Jonathan Honig and other cool shows. There's a new Gutfeld show that I want to check out. So, yeah, I definitely would like to check out some of that. Just see
0: what, you know, different than Red Eye, what what would it be? I'm Mm -hmm. curious. Uh, There was one thing that you were talking about that you actually said, is Mark Stein reading Bosch Faustin? It was in in terms of the terminology. And I can't find it, but um, it was about basically Islam. And Mark Stein said, notice I said Islam.
1: Oh, not right, Islamic right,
0: right. You know, fundamentalism. Oh, yeah, no. Science not radical is, Islam. Is No, but science. he's been a little more aggressive lately. And that was a point that he came out, and he made it a point to make. I'm talking about Islam.
1: Right.
0: I'm not talking about all these other ones. No. And it was great to hear from a guy like that in the mainstream who fills in for Rush Limbaugh. Say that. Now, he didn't say it on the Rush Limbaugh show. I doubt it. You know, Rush would like that because Rush is so weak on, on Islam. But that was, that was great to read. It was great to read. This guy's very good. He's, he's one of the best conservatives out there.
1: Now, Trevor says that he believes this is going to allow shows with smaller viewerships to also succeed, and I think that's true. I mean, now you can get content. I mean, here you are. You're listening to my show. My show has a very small, you know, listenership as compared to the Rush Limbaugh's and the Mark Levin's of, of the world, and nonetheless... The Internet is making it possible for you to be here live. You can call in. You can talk to me through this platform at at Blog Talk Radio. I don't know. Call in. Um, Yeah, call in and talk to us. Actually, I I would be interested, if you want to call in and talk, and you have watched what I put out there on on Facebook and Twitter this week, there is a book that I listened to last Saturday, and it was thanks to Greg Gutfeld because uh, apparently Bob Beckel of the five was out i don't know he if he's still drunk. out with no he was, but he, oh, he, he, was oh. at, he was out with he went to pick horrible, up a
0: case of liquor and his, <laughs> you are so you hurt bad. his back
1: sorry he was out with crippling back pain and so gutfeld recounted that he had read this book by sarno john e sarno called healing back pain i've don't got the link sorry. go over to my blog at don't let it Com. we've got all the That we've talked about today, but there's a link to this book, Healing Back Pain, The Mind-Body Connection, $6 on Amazon.com. You can read it and see if it helps you. I'm sitting here now. I would have probably been in piles of pain a week ago today doing this, Um, but...
0: It's hard to believe. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, and that's why people are so skeptical. Like, well, come on. But come if, on. you know,
1: listen. If if you go over to Facebook, you can. You can especially you can, if you have back pain. Yeah, yeah. If, if you if, if you have back pain, it's it's worth checking out. Check it out. Yeah. But, and it's you know, chronic back pain. I'm not talking about yeah. you know like a one-time, short-lived thing, and then you're fine. But people who chronically, chronically suffer from back pain over the years, and there's no particular thing to do, and they've tried acupuncture, and they've tried chiropractic, and they do this, and they do. And you have to
0: go through that in order to go to yeah. Doctor Sarno, and then he says, okay.
1: Yeah, you you have to you have to rule out anything serious, and show that you've basically tried all these other things that don't work.
0: But well, basically, and you've then been, you've been when you go to him,
1: when the... you go to yeah, you'll find out that actually your mind is actually hurting you. It's Doing it for a good reason, so that's the consolation prize that your mind is trying to protect you by throwing this pain in, into wow, your back. But if you if you are interested in finding this, you know, finding out what the theory is exactly, you can get a the gist of it by watching the John Stossel 2020 segment on Dr. Sarno, and I've linked to that on Facebook. So if you go to the thread in Facebook where I talk about the healing back pain and everything. It's either, um, yeah, probably the best place to find it is on the Don't Let It Go Unheard page on Facebook. And then you can check it out and watch that clip and, and see for yourself. Those of you who maybe have checked the book out in the time since I posted it early this week, you can call in, let me know.
0: Yeah, there, there are skeptics who say, oh, that's impossible. <laughs> I have no plan. To, to watch that video with uh, with Josh also no plan to read the book, nothing. You have to go through something. You have to check something out to see yeah. if it actually works. And if you got back pain, I imagine the least you could do... Is read a book. Is read a book. Yeah. The least you could do.
1: What I did, actually, is I listened to it on Audible, and apparently the version that I listened to is abridged, but nonetheless... But it might be more it,
0: fundamental. Maybe he actually broke it down to what's really important as yeah. far as he's concerned, because he well, reads it.
1: And it also depends. I mean, if, if you're already... To the point where you understand, for example, that your back pain is worse when you're stressed out, then probably you don't necessarily need to read the entire thing. But what the book does, in essence, is it tells you, first of all, if you have chronic back pain for one of many, no, you know, kind of commonly thought conditions to be causing this back pain, and it, it's not really justified that there there isn't really a physical cause that could cause you as much back pain as you are experiencing. Then he explains a very plausible psychological reason that your mind would want to put this back pain in your body and distract you from certain painful emotions that you have. So he describes that mechanism. And he also describes how he thinks your mind is actually physically able to pull this off, which is by depriving oxygen to certain muscle groups. And literally the entire cure, the treatment, is just you understanding that it's your brain trying to distract you from certain painful emotions and to just keep reminding yourself of that fact because obviously if you've been doing this for many years like I have, you might have to take some time to integrate the new truth. But each time that you think you're feeling some of the pain again or that you're a little bit scared about bending over or doing a certain thing – you know, don't be reckless, but just go out and do the physical activity. Think about what psychological things might be going on that would make you have the pain and put the focus on that. And don't let your brain get away with distracting you by putting it on the physical. That's right. the interesting Theory that he has,
0: and clearly he's in the underground. In a lot of ways, you never heard about this guy. You never heard about him.
1: I think I may have heard about him, but I don't think I understood. Well, he's exactly. not been
0: advertised because he's right. bad business for 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 a lot of industries. Let's say
1: motive power acts, asks whether it works with shoulder pain. Definitely, you the know, again, lady, again, the whole the whole premise her ankles, is yeah, her, ankles, her running, ankles, The the whole premise is that um there's you know certain types of pain that there aren't adequate physical explanations to explain, right? So, I mean, this is something that's undeniable, and he's got so much research for this. For instance, you know, he points out the fact that the correlation between the amount of pain someone experiences and the picture that you see on a person's MRI, it's just not there. There's people who have MRIs showing all kinds of weird herniated discs and this deformity and that and whatever, and they have no pain. And then there's these other people who are racked with pain and you look at the MRI and there's nothing or very little to speak of on the, you know, on the MRI. So, you know, first of all, you say, look, the way that the medical and, you know, chiropractic and everybody else has been treating this is based in effect on a lie, right? It's just not there. Yeah, definitely go check out the the video. Um now, uh, Freedom Breeze says, I think someone is a, some people are able to block out pain. And I think that's true. But, you know, this is the thing that's really interesting. Do you think that you could just, by a force of will, turn off severe pain that had a physical cause? Now, I think I've heard of people able to do it for short periods of time in an acute situation. Right. But the idea that you could consistently, constantly, across years, Gutfeld, for example, says he's been free of pain for four yeah, years, and
0: he was in of pain for years. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, he said he took horse years. pills and laid up on his back and, and everything then, else. And
0: then they said he contacted the uh, the uh, the uh, doctor's office. They said yeah, like whatever, because he said I can't believe it, and they're like you know because they're so used to it. Howard Stern had him on. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The thing that was with Gutfeld, it was interesting. And I actually, I had a little beef with Gutfeld at first, but then I think he's he's actually technically right on on what he said. But you know, Gutfeld, he said he he read the book, and he had also simultaneously made an appointment at Sarno's clinic. You know, whoever was you know kind of um, to do it, and he said he was you know cured after that. But he said, you know, you don't have to actually buy the positive explanation that Sarno gives in order for it to work for you, and I think that's true. But I do think that Sarno's or something like it is true. So, so do go check it out. The other link that I put there is the link to the forthcoming book that we will talk about in the future, becoming Steve Jobs. I love I'm title. looking, I'm looking forward to probably li- listening to that one as well.
0: So yeah, hopefully they have Iron Man mentioned there because supposedly. It was influenced by Iran, but that book didn't say so. Yeah, we'll, have to, we'll
1: have to see if this one will. I hope so it does. go over to my blog, don'tletitgo.com. Continue the discussion. Let me know if the Sarno book is helping you. Uh, if you want to become a contributor to the show, we will not argue. We thank you to those of you who are contributing to the butter coffee fund, buttered coffee fund. Yeah, and we'll we
0: announce see... the project oh, someday. Soon, Damn.
1: soon we hope. We're not uh,
0: teasing. Believe me, we want to tell you.
1: Thank you, everyone, for being here with us, and we will talk to you next week. Take care. Take care.